Thanks for joining us for today's edition of Lessons for Living. His word so fresh in our hearts abound. His word made flesh in the here and now. A new life is beginning. Lord, let us hear your lessons for living. Lord, let us hear your lessons for living. Satan's currents on the sea of life move us away from God. And spiritual maturity. You see, it isn't just my neglect, but Satan is actually out against you. He's out against me. And as that counter current moves very strongly, I have to make an effort to go the other direction. It's something conscious I have to do. The system of this world hates biblical Christianity. It actively opposes it. It tries to get devoted Christ followers to compromise by tempting them with money, fame, sex, whatever it takes. If you attend a church that preaches the Bible, you're looked down upon. If you attend one that's soft on sin, you're okay with the world. Pastor Mark's teaching today will be about a house church whose members were being persecuted. You'll hear how they were being tempted to not follow God so closely and how those traps exist today. Remember, there's quite a few ways to receive a copy of Pastor Mark's teaching. We'll be sharing all that information with you at the close of this broadcast. Now, here's Pastor Mark in the book of Hebrews chapter 2 as he begins his message, Warning, Don't Drift. Hebrews chapter 2. Great chapter. Incredible stuff. Maybe you've seen this. This is an amazing picture. It's not a pretty picture, but it's a real picture. Elwood is the winner of the 2007 World's Ugliest Dog Contest. How did this dog, take a look at that. How did this dog get so ugly? Let me make a spiritual comment. He didn't drift into ugliness. He was born ugly. Even though we were born ugly with a sin nature, God's grace changed us. Hallelujah. Old things passed away. All things became new. The Hebrews were a small home group. A home group of Jews who had made the transition from Judaism to becoming followers of Christ. There was danger lurking. God knew it. So in our Bible study, we're going to see the first of five warnings or five admonitions that are given through the book of Hebrews. The purpose of these warnings, admonitions, is Correction, but really underneath that encouragement for these Christ followers to pay attention. 
to know what God's word says, to understand the significance of their change from that old ugly sin nature to being followers of Christ. In our Bible study, three specific words that you'll hear over and over and over again, they're key words. You might even want to write it at the first part of Hebrews chapter 2 in your Bible. Careless, neglect, and drifting. Hebrews chapter 2 verse 1. We must pay more careful attention, therefore, to what we have heard, so that we do not drift away. The New King James says, Therefore, we must give the most earnest heed to the things we have heard, lest we drift away. Well, what does therefore refer to? Well, it goes back to chapter 1. Now, remember... When the Bible was translated, of course, we didn't have chapters and verses. Those were given to us to look up quicker. Really, until the 12th century, there weren't divisions. But, therefore, starts a new chapter, now that we have divisions, and it referred back to the truths that were learned in chapter 1. Let's just take this first verse apart for a little bit. First word you see there is we. That's important. Because the writer himself includes himself among these people in this small group. He's going to give them a warning. It's not like this. You guys, because you're new Christians, you're going to have to watch out. I'm a mature believer. I don't have problems. You see, very often, what I try to do is relate to you my own shortcomings. And most often in my teaching, other than some issues, I don't say you. I say we. Us. Why? Here's a good role model. The writer says to them, we better pay Attention. Second word, must pay. It's not an option. It's not take it or leave it. We must pay attention. Attention. Cell phone going off in a service. Attention. Grabs our attention. That ugly dog grabbed our attention. We must pay attention. More. More attention. Well, that means they were already aware, but they needed to be even more alert. Notice now, what would they pay attention to? To what we have heard. Verbally transmitted initially, now in writing. They were actually reading the words of God through the author of Hebrews. Now, what truths did they hear in chapter 1? What was the message given? Well, the message was simply that Jesus is better than Old Testament prophets, better than angels, and being a follower of Jesus is better in every way, even more so than simply the Old Testament Judaism rules, regulations, symbols, shadows of things to come. Following Jesus way better. So, 
they were to pay attention to these truths about Jesus. Don't even think going back into Judaism is going to solve your problem. So, notice the warning. Drift away. That word in the original has nautical ship kind of meaning. Drift away. To flow by truth. Or slip away from the truth. Now, the word really relates to an attitude of carelessness. A mind that is occupied with other things and doesn't even realize what's happening. Plato would say something slipping away from the memory. Another famous person said it was like a ring slipping off your your finger. In the nautical term, it was a ship loose from its moorings. Now, here's something very important. You need to write this down. Drifting is really unintentional. It's It results because of neglect and a lack of attention. It's, it's not something you set out to do. You don't set up in the morning and say, I'm, I'm going to drift spiritually. No, it, it's, it's unintentional. Think about this. To destroy our marriages... We don't have to go out and commit adultery. All we have to do is neglect our marriage partner. And what often happens? Someone else will pay attention to her or him. And then we're in big trouble. To destroy our finances, we don't get up one day and say, you know what, I'm going to go in debt. No, to destroy our finances... You don't have to write bad checks. You just simply spend more than you make. Over and over and over again through careless buying. And you ignore the credit card charges at the end of the month and how big the bill is get. Soon debt will be a heavy weight in every area of our life. To destroy our health, we don't have to eat poison. Just ignore good, healthy eating habits. Become a couch potato. No exercise. Soon we'll be in the hospital or at a funeral home years before our time. You see, we didn't plan that. We just drifted into it. Think about your car. If you ignore your car, pretty soon you're calling AAA or for a friend. Because you haven't changed the oil. You haven't checked the water. Now, you didn't plan to do it. It just happened because of neglect. Well, to drift away from a vibrant personal relationship with God, we don't have to one day say, I'm going to be an apostate. I hate God. No, just neglect our relationship with God. It happens not like that. It happens like this. We just drift. And before long, we stop reading our Bibles consistently. We stop praying. We stop paying our tithes. We stop putting God first. We stop attending God's house on a regular basis. And amazingly, we look back 
and wonder how I got there. It was never an intention. One of the reasons that this is such an important four verses is illustrated by salmon. As you know, when a salmon is going to spawn, they have to go against the current. They go upstream. Here's something you need to write. Satan's currents on the sea of life move us away from God and spiritual maturity. You see, it isn't just my neglect, but Satan is actually out against you. He's out against me. And as that counter current moves very strongly, I have to make an effort to go the other direction. It's something conscious I have to do. I can't just go with the flow because the flow of the world is absolutely not the flow of God. The current of this world is against a Christian, a Christ follower maturing in becoming like God. It's totally against it because the God of this world is Satan. Now, Keep your finger right there. Go with me to 2 Timothy chapter 4. As you're going there, let me read to you from 1 Timothy chapter 4. You're going to 2 Timothy. 1 Timothy chapter 4. The Spirit clearly says that in latter times, some will abandon the faith, follow deceiving spirits, things taught by demons. Such teachings come through hypocritical liars whose consciences have been seared as with a hot iron. You see, when that happens, it isn't like drifting Christians were unique to the Hebrews. That was a common thing in the early church. It's the same 2,000 years later. Look at 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 3. For the time will come when men will not put up with sound doctrine. Instead... To suit their own desires, they will gather around them a great number of teachers. Notice how invasive this is going to be. Not a small number, but a great number, not of congregants, but of teachers. A great number of teachers to say what their itching ears want to hear. Notice in our charge to Pastor Ken, it was to preach the word, not parts of the word. Not Calvary Chapel's part of the word, or another denomination's part of the word, but the word. Notice, they will gather around them a great number of teachers to say what their itching ears want to hear. They will turn their ears from away from the truth, turn aside to myths. But you, keep your head in all situations, endure hardship, do the work of an evangelist, and discharge all the duties of your ministry. See, drifting churches... Drifting individuals. Here's the danger. We think, when we read this, we only normally think of drifting individuals, individual Christians, and rightly so. That's who we are here. We're individual Christ followers. And we have a danger of drifting. But in this passage in Revelation, in the one I just read to you, the danger is much broader than individuals. We see churches... Drifting. 
Why can change? Because of a drift. Why many churches that used to teach the word of God and all the word of God. No, they dilute it now. The prosperity gospel. The whatever. And so notice in Revelation, to the angel of the church in Ephesus write, these are the words of him who holds the seven stars in his right hand, walks among the seven golden lampstands. I know your deeds, your hard work, perseverance, and know that you cannot tolerate wicked men. You have tested those who claim to be apostles, but have not, and found them false. You have persevered and endured hardships for nine, have not grown weary, yet I have this against you. You've forsaken your first love. How did that happen? They get up one morning and go, eh. No, they just drifted. They were doing church, but they were doing church without God. Well, how can you do church without God? Remember Laodicea. Hello, can I come in? This is my church. Do I have a seat? Actually, the more pervasive problem we have is drifting does affect individuals. It's to us tonight. But our seminaries have drifted. The teachers that come out of the seminaries have become pastors, then are diluted in the word. And then, of course, whole churches, whole movements of churches. And that's why we have many of the older denominations splitting, dividing, because everyone wants to go this way and that way and this way and that way, away from the simple truth of God's word. This isn't new. It won't end. Now, turn back to the book of Hebrews, but go to chapter 5 for just a second. To defeat Satan and his opposite flow, we must know and then grow in the truths of the Bible. We have to apply them. Notice Hebrews chapter 5, verse 11. The writer to the Hebrews knew something about these people. Look at verse 11. We have much to say about this, but it's hard to explain because speaking to these people and the Christians in their home group, you're slow to learn. In fact, though, by this time, you ought to be teachers. In other words, this home group, you ought to be splitting, dividing, raising up the next leader, opening up to another home. You ought to be teachers, but now you need someone to teach you the elemental truths of God's word. Notice, all over again. You need milk, not solid food. So what does the writer of the Hebrews know? He knows that these people have already started to drift. They're not growing spiritually. So he says to them, careful, because the end of drifting can be apostasy. You can absolutely just walk away from God. So he says to them, pay closer attention. You can go back to Hebrews chapter 2. Pay closer attention. Read the scriptures. Notice, it's not so much intentional. They just quietly drift away. There's no uncomfortable friction. There's no big standoff. We're against Christ. No dramatic sense of departure. When Satan's winds came, trouble came, temptation came, pretty soon they just started drifting. And they looked back and they couldn't believe where they had been. If you've ever been to the beach, you know how easy it is to lose your sense of where you're at. All you do is go out, get in the ocean, kind of be with the waves or whatever, and then you get up and look in, and the tide is taking you where? 
way down the beach and you wonder, well, I guess my family went in. No, they're sitting over there wondering, where are you at? And see, it just happened like what? And you weren't even aware of it. Well, this is exactly what's taking place in the church and this is the warning to us. Spiritual drifting, the warning, don't ignore truth, apply it. Verse 2, for the message spoken by angels was binding and every violation and disobedience received its just punishment. How shall we escape if we ignore, I add the word neglect, such a great salvation? I'll stop there. The word ignore or neglect means to have the opportunity, but to ignore or disregard it. They knew the truth. They just ignored it with application or disregarded it. The word actually has an an attitude of the heart. They took it lightly. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's what the word says. Yeah, right, big deal. So it was a light kind of thing to them. Turn with me quickly, and I'm going to scan this. Keep your finger right there. Genesis chapter 19. As you're turning there, let me explain to you what we've just found. There's something in Hebrew literature that it's a style of writing that says this, the lesser to the greater. The writers would give you a situation where If this happened here and it's lesser, this that's greater, it's going to even be more. So what is he saying? He says, if the message spoken by angels was binding, in other words, God used, we learned in chapter 1, angels were messengers. In the Old Testament, they came sometimes with a word of encouragement. Other times they came with warnings. And the writer says, if they came with warnings and God judged the people who didn't listen to those warnings in the Old Testament, that being the lesser, in a moment you're going to see, Christ, we learned, is greater than the angels. So if the lesser angels' warnings, the people were punished, what will happen if we as Christians ignore the warnings of Christ? Greater. Genesis 19, the two angels arrived at Sodom in the evening, remember angels, and Lot was sitting in the gateway of the city. When he saw them, he got up to meet them and bowed down with his face to the ground. My lords, he said, please turn aside to your servant's house. You can wash your feet, spend the night, and then go on your way early in the morning. No, they answered, we'll spend the night in the square. But he insisted so strongly that they did go with him and entered his house and he prepared a meal for them baking bread without yeast, and they ate. In today's teaching, Pastor Mark taught about the rough time that the Christians in the book of Hebrews were having. They felt like they were only under pressure to renounce their faith and go back to Judaism. You heard that they weren't taking the words of Jesus as seriously as they should have been. Ignoring the words of Christ can lead to drifting from God's best for you. Lessons for Living is the teaching ministry of Pastor Mark Balmer of Calvary Chapel, Melbourne. We have multiple campuses to reach those living in Melbourne, Sebastian, and Vieira. 
All campuses meet each weekend and on Wednesdays to spend time collectively raising our voices in worship to our Most High God and studying the truth and blessings found in His Word. For more information, directions, and service times, visit LessonsForLivingRadio.com and click on the church link at the bottom of the page. Next time, Pastor Mark will continue this teaching called Warning, Don't Drift. You'll hear more about this idea of drifting away from the faith. You'll learn how it happens, the things you can do to cause it to occur. You'll find out about how easy it is and the bad places you can end up as a result. Pastor Mark will tell you how you can keep this from happening. We've run out of time today, but we do encourage you to tune in next time as Pastor Mark will continue teaching through this series in the book of Hebrews. That's next time on Lessons for Living. in a hurry.